It's a simple recipe, but it would mean so much to me. Turn on the gas and make me feel fine. All I want to say is, just give me some hot pizza. Hey folks, Steve Zidal here with another episode of Financial Pizza, the only podcast that features clips and more from some of the best financial advisors heard on radio and in podcasts all around the country each and every week. We bring it to you all hot, fresh, and in 30 minutes or less. Hey, nice to serve on a pizza slices this week. We're going to hear from Coach Pete Deruda when he gives us his take on working in retirement. Mark Giels digs into everyone's probably least favorite topic, budgeting. Joe Hamill outlines some of the various levels of care an advisor can offer. Richard Pelletier weighs in on the importance of tax planning in retirement. Brian Quaranta says this inflation thing, it's a real problem for many. And so then, then there was this one. Well, I'm sure you're all aware the latest inflation numbers, the Consumer Price Index, hit a 40-year high for June, climbing to a whopping 9.1%. That's the fastest jump since 1981. Former Council of Economics Advisors Chairman Kevin Hassett acknowledges the record high interest rates and inflation and offers some startling panoramic views of the frame to take into account how the actual cumulative impact of inflation has impacted you and me. If you look at inflation just over the last six months, uh, then top line inflation of the CPI is 11%, not 9%. And, and so what happens is by going back 12 months and averaging it in with today, and that's why everybody keeps getting the numbers completely wrong, because if they talk about a 12-month average, that it's better for them because inflation is lower. But inflation is startlingly high right now. Think about it. The, the things that you actually discretionarily purchase that aren't durable, like you don't buy a car every day, right? You don't buy a house every day. The things that you buy every day are right now rising at a rate of 32%. And that's the headline. That's why Americans are so upset. And that's why the Fed has probably got to lift rates by a whole uh, percentage point at the next meeting. And then they've got to continue at rates about that high if they want to get ahead of the curve. That's really quite something. And despite all of that, gas prices have been inching down in recent days, but still energy prices in general up 42% in the past 12 months. And the market reacted, as you might expect. Thursday, S&P dropped over 11 points. The Dow fell 142 and change. Friday seems to be recovering. And as I write this, the S&P is up about 62. The Dow up about 565. Retailers already looking to back to school shopping. Parents and students expected to spend a record amount this year, mainly because of higher inflation. Now, the results of a Deloitte survey shows that expected sales of just over $34 billion, about $661 per student. That's an increase of about 8% from a year ago. 37% of folks are expected to spend more than last year. Hey, speaking of business, happy to report that North Carolina topped the list as America's best place for business. That, according to CNBC. Now, that's good for a number of reasons, obviously, but for me, topping the list, it was bipartisanship that helped the state achieve that top spot. Oh, sure, the Republicans control the General Assembly, Governor Cooper, a Democrat, quick to issue a veto. 
Through it all, though, when it comes to business, both sides agree it is important to grow and grow it is. New businesses coming to the Tar Heel State include VinFast, a Vietnamese startup company set to produce a line of electric cars, Boom Supersonic, a company that wants to reintroduce supersonic passenger travel. Add to that Apple, Google, and Toyota also setting up shop in North Carolina. Applications for U.S. state unemployment insurance rose to the highest level since November during the week that included the July 4th holiday, led by a big jump in New York. The Labor Department reported on Thursday that initial unemployment claims increased 9,000 to 244,000. Now, the jobless claims data, which can be choppy from week to week, tend to be especially volatile around holidays. Now, the four-week moving average that smooths out such swings rose by 3250 to 235750 Now, it's climbed in 13 of the last 14 weeks. Congress is considering a bill that would mandate the IRS create its own free online program for preparing and filing income tax returns. And get this, if you've got a pretty straightforward return, the bill, says the Treasury, are supposed to prepare it for you. And if you're saying to yourself, can I already file for free? Well, yes, but not many folks do. In fact, just under 3% of all individual tax returns were filed through the free program. If somebody wants to have somebody else do their taxes and not spend any money? <laughs> Seems like a plan. We'll see what happens. And finally, a new three-digit crisis hotline opens this weekend. You can just dial 988 and be connected to the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Mental health experts applaud the introduction of the number. It'll take time for sure. So did 911 when it was first introduced in the 60s and 70s. It seems to me it's a good thing. Hopefully people will take advantage of that new service. Well, let's get this pizza cooking, and for that, we turn to America's Wealth Coach and best-selling author, Coach Pete Deruta. Here, Coach Pete, Gary Nolan, and I are talking about the advantages of working in retirement on America's 401k show. But, uh, working in retirement, pros and cons, and, yep. and I know that a lot of people, when they retire, they think, well, I'm still going to work a little bit, and I think that's probably smart if, if you can, yeah. um, and there are certain advantages there, and one of them is that you, you don't burn through your money. Well, I agree with keeping uh, your mind active, whether it be working or working on your own project at home, working for somebody else or working at home or sure. or just following a couple stocks or, you know, looking at the money world and, and refreshing yourself every day about it. Just something that you get excited about where you can go to bed, Gary, when, you're, when your head hits the pillow, you can smile to yourself because you're going to be excited about getting up tomorrow. The problem is if you don't have anything to look forward to, Steve, there's no real reason to wake up the next day. Yeah, exactly. And I've seen people go way downhill very fast. When they don't have a when they don't have any activities planned or don't right. have anything to look forward to, so we all look forward to something. Back when I was younger, I was looking forward to the tooth fairy, so I'd encourage the tooth to come out a little faster than it should. Remember that day? <laughs> right, like the, exactly. And then I'd put it under the pillow, and it'd be a couple of quarters under <laughs> yeah. there. And so it's uh, gone up quite a bit. My granddaughter tells me it's like five bucks now. Oh, it's five bucks. It's inflation for food for exactly. the tooth fairy. Yeah, exactly. we're going to talk about inflation later on in the show, yep. aren't we, Steve? Yes, of course we are. Yeah. So uh, gosh, well, you can't you can't do a financial show these days without talking about how things are getting more expensive. How it's getting harder for employers to find people to work, by the way, especially the restaurant, the service industry. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Carolina, the basketball. If you go to the Dean Dome, the Dean Smith Center, it's not easy to park there. So what me and Marty Hensley, who used to play at Carolina, do is we go to Franklin Street and we park there. And then we walk over to Franklin Street and get a bus that takes us right to the Dean Dome. Worked really, really good up till this year. 
Guess why it's not working good this year? No bus drivers? They can't find any bus drivers. Oh, man. <laughs> so because of that, I mean, it's almost inconvenient to go to a basketball game. It was it was real easy back in the day. It's not easy anymore. But again, you know, if you want to... Carolina's better back in the day, too. <laughs> if you wanted to work part-time, you know, driving a bus, there's nothing wrong with that. My dad used to do that in his later years. I would he never drive a school drive a, bus. Yeah, well, gosh, I'd never drive a school bus. No, no, no. Well, Ooh, no, no you get, I mean, the kids are all misbehaving like we right. did. We all did. We were all kids. Oh, and yeah. But the problem is, you're a bus driver. You get anything that happens wrong on that bus. Even though you're in the front seat, if somebody beats somebody up in the back seat, you get blamed. Right. So not only do you have to pay attention to the road, but you also have to pay attention to kids. And you thought having a cell phone was bad in <laughs> the car. No. Imagine 30 cell phones that you have to keep track Ooh. of. No. So well, this, my dad was driving bus long yeah. before there was anything oh, like yeah. that. Well, back in the day, we really did. If we didn't behave ourselves, we got reported to the principal. Exactly. And, then that, and then my parents got called, and that was something you didn't want to have. Oh, no you never kidding. wanted that to Things happen. Things have changed, no. right. unfortunately. But you talk about working in retirement. And what are advantage coaches that – if, if you continue to work and you don't take Social Security, the longer you wait, the more you're going to get until you reach seven. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and basically you're turning the money world on its side in your favor it, the longer you wait. Now, there's some reasons why you don't want to wait to of take course. Social Security. If you have a bad health history or maybe you don't have good health yourself or your family tree is bad, then maybe it does make sense to take that money as soon as possible and get the most bang for your buck. But if you have a good longevity, if you're in good shape, it really does. And if you have other income streams, like if you're still working up to age 70 or maybe you have, a, you have some other private income streams you've established, that will enable you to leave that Social Security alone to age 70 because you, in effect, get about an 8% growth on your account per year from age 62 to 70 the longer you wait. 8% a year adds up. Oh Using God. the rule of 72, you divide whatever interest rate you're getting into the number 72, and the answer tells you how many years it takes for the money to double. Well, conveniently, eight goes into 72 nine times. So you almost double your money in those eight years when you wait. Give Coach Pete a call, 800-662-6808, or just text pizza to 600-700. America's 401k show heard weekends on 1061 FM Talk in Raleigh, North Carolina. You can subscribe to the podcast of the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Visit PeteOnDemand.com to learn more, PeteOnDemand.com. Now, let's head to Sioux City, Iowa, where we find Mark Giels and his show, Mark on Money. In this clip, Mark digs into a topic most of us don't want to deal with. It's called budgeting. I hate budgeting, and I don't think anybody really needs to budget. I think there's a better way to do it, uh, and I've talked about it before on this show, that I think the better way to do it is you set aside money for irregular expenses. So you think about it, you know, your gas and you know, your utilities and your, you know, cable bill, your cell phone, you know, all those things um, pretty much occur on a monthly basis. The things that don't are the things that you want to budget for. So unexpected expenses, you know, the refrigerator breaks, the dishwasher breaks, you need new tires on the car. You know, you need an expensive, you know, the shocks need to be replaced, the brakes need to be replaced, you know, you know, you've got um, you know, unexpected medical bill that, that, you know, pops up, you know, you need to have, you know, whatever, root canal, you know, sure. dental work done, you need hearing aids, um, you know, you budget for those unexpected expenses, and the rest will pretty much take care of itself, because what people tend, what happens, what tends to happen to people is they forget about, you know, that, yeah, we want to redo uh, the kitchen. We want to buy new furniture. We need, we, you know, you don't go shopping for clothes every month. 
you know, you might go shopping a couple times a year for different things. And so that's the stuff that you need to set aside money for. The rest is pretty much ongoing, regular, reoccurring type expenses. Mm -hmm. And then we run the numbers um, because it's all about the math. The math tells the story. You can't create extra money, you know, unless you have a money tree in your backyard. Yeah, I don't uh, think if you so. do, um, <laughs> I'd like to come over and see it. But um, nobody can create money out of thin air. So we have a finite um, income source from different things. We have a finite source of money. And so how we spend that money and how we invest that money produces the income that we need during the points in time that we need it. Um, you know, like I've mentioned before, you know, budgeting and retirement changes. You know, you go through different stages in retirement. You go through your go-go years, your no-go years, and your slow-go years. People tend to spend the most amount of money during those go-go years. And, you know, if you have money saved and money invested, you can literally spend more money during those go-go years as long as the math works out that you can still meet your budgetary needs your basic standard of living plus some extra discretionary spending in your later years because people tend to spend less, but they spend differently as retirement goes on. So that's something that with us as people who have literally seen hundreds of people go through retirement and go through those three stages, we're your you know, sounding board saying, you know, hey, here's, here's your future self. You know, here's what is probably more than likely going to happen in your situation because it's it's what everybody goes through. Not exactly, not all at the same time, but it's similar. You know, so it's more than just putting together a plan and managing money and giving advice, but it's about, you know, collectively over 100 years of experience between all of our advisors and working with hundreds of people over their retirement and taking all that knowledge and helping you make wise decisions. They really are a one-stop shop, too. Mark's 30-plus years in the business gives him a unique perspective, certainly. And Mark and Mark on Money is a podcast available on his website or on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Visit the website, EFS, the number four, the letter U, dot com, EFS4U.com. This time we head to Parma Heights, Ohio, where we find retirement coach Joe Hamill. In this clip, he goes over the various standards of care in the financial world. Within the financial industry, or financial advisor industry, maybe I should say, there's two standards of care that's out there. Um, and, uh, and I want to start off with this, that uh, you educate in our audience about those two standards of care. So the first one is the highest standard of care, and that's called the fiduciary standard. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I know we talk a lot about that on our show as well as on the TV show. And yeah, I've, I've heard it on advertisements, even with other firms and so forth. So I think more and more people are becoming more familiar with that fiduciary standard. That's the highest standard of care that basically says that we have a, uh, that we act in our client's best interest at all times and also to work with full transparency, uh, regarding, uh, conflicts of interest, uh, also pointing out the, the, the good and the bad about uh, different products or different options or different solutions or different decisions, things like that. Um, so that is that highest standard of care. The other standard of care, it's a lower standard of care, it's called the suitability standard. And for advisors that operate under that standard, they need to make recommendations that are suitable for their clients. Doesn't mean that they're necessarily in their best interest, but they just have to be suitable recommendations. And 
I want to make sure our audience understands that just because maybe an advisor is working under that suitability standard of care, that doesn't mean that they've been relegated to that, you know, because uh, maybe they uh, uh, haven't been able to pass some tests or maybe they don't know as much or that they're bad people. It's nothing like that. Uh, it's basically just due to the type of licensing that you hold. There's a lot of different licenses in this industry that one can obtain. And it, it really relates to that and also who the, uh, who the advisor works for. Uh, sometimes just based on who they work for, uh, that determines uh, which standard of care that they're going to be operating under. So I wanted to start off with that, with those two different standards of care. Sure. Now, let's break that down then into the, those four different um, uh, terms uh, that you use, planners, advisors, brokers, and agents. So uh, a planner, someone that calls himself a planner, and that is something that we, uh, the title that I use, a term that I use, uh, that we here at Hamill Advisory Services, we are a retirement planning firm. We are retirement planners. So what we do is we plan. We put together written plans for our clients, in our case, written retirement plans. Uh, now, there might be planners out there that do college planning or um, uh, debt planning, you know, a counseling on uh uh, paying off mortgages and you know getting out of debt, things like that. So there's different types of planners. We do retirement planning. So again, therefore, you could expect written plans. And in our case, like I said, it's, it's usually revolving around retirement income, uh, when to claim Social Security and pension maximization strategies, and where you're going to be drawing your income from in retirement and the different taxes uh, that uh, might be applicable and things like that. Mm -hmm. So that's planning. The next one uh, term that you, use, you used is advisors. So advisors give advice, uh, advice on which types of investments to use or advice on uh, perhaps when to claim a social security strategy or to hold off or advice on when to pay off a mortgage or you know should you pay off a car loan, and just giving out advice. That's what advisors do. And again, it could range from a lot of different topics. But again, in order to do these things, you need to hold the proper license. Uh, the next term you used is brokers. Now, typically uh, with the term brokers, what that relates to is a stockbroker. And this is something I think probably our audience, most people are familiar with, with a stockbroker that's usually working for a brokerage firm. It could be a, one of those large brokerage firms, uh, or it could be a, you know a, a, your local bank is, uh, might have a brokerage set up in-house. Most banks nowadays do. So with a brokerage firm, that broker is going to be selling you uh, stocks and bonds and mutual funds, things of that nature. And then the last one uh, you use were agents. And again, typically that term is associated with like an insurance agent, somebody that's licensed to offer you and explain about um, in different insurance products, you know, life insurance, long-term care insurance, so the different types of annuities. Those are typically the things that fall under that realm of an insurance agent. An independent fiduciary with lots of experience. The way to go, that's my opinion. Coach is in Parma Heights, Ohio. The show, Financial Playbook, airs on several stations in the Cleveland area, both Saturdays and Sundays. Visit HamillAdvisory.com for a complete list of times and stations. You can also find the show on his website as well as on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download yours. Now we hear from Richard Pelletier and his show, Financial Safari. In this clip, he and I are talking about the importance of tax planning heading into retirement. So think of a you, all right? The year you retire, the year before that, your income is pretty high. You retire, the income drops like one part of the you. It stays flat pretty much, and all of a sudden, age 72, it comes bouncing up. Think of the you. Those bottom part, the horizontal part of that you, 
of what we call the sweet years, we can do an awful lot of great tax planning. Well, and that and that's the goal, and that's one of the things that I know you help folks all the time with is is that that tax planning, those strategies that you have for folks, and uh, you know, and I understand why you know their their taxes may be well a little bit more even after they retire. I mean, because we want to do stuff, we want to have fun for goodness' sake. Well, understand your your mortgage has probably been paid off, uh, so there's no interest deduction to take away that uh, from your income. Uh, You have no more dependents, hopefully. The kids are finally out of the house and have kids of their own. So, again, you also are not contributing into a 401k program or retirement program because you no longer have earned income quite often. And therefore, it's your tax deductions uh, go to zero to next to nothing. Uh, You do want to spend when you're healthy, I call your early I call them the sophomore or the uh, freshman retirees. It's the first couple of years you're retired. You're young as you're ever going to be, most likely as healthy as you're ever going to be. So you want to travel. You want to spend money. You want to enjoy retirement. Where does that money come from? Distributions from pre-tax accounts, a little bit unusual and can be significant, and that adds to your taxable income. The other problem you have in assuming that your tax rates are going to go down is the ugly fact that these tax rates currently are the lowest we've ever had. I'll repeat that again. They're the lowest we've ever had. They were like 94% tax income bracket in World War II in the 40s. Wait a minute, what, 94%? 94%, okay. Wow. Tax evasion was in good order at that point. I'll bet. (laughs) Uh, In the 70s, in the 70s, the tax rate top uh, tax bracket was 70%. Okay, now it's 37. Wow. Those tax rates that I'm talking about now, sunset in 2025. So we know, forgetting the political class warfare that's going on between these two different political parties, that the tax rates are most likely going to increase in the near future. 2025 is right around the corner. Really is. Could it happen before that, do you think, Richard? Given what's going on right now, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm a political junkie. I'm not a sports fan. I'm not a golfer. But I've been following politics for a lot of years. And I got to tell you, uh, with congressional elections coming up, uh, there could be a real political bloodbath coming up. Could be. Okay, I'm not crystal balling anybody else. And then you're going to have the Democrats who are now in control uh, of the House, the Senate, uh, and the presidency. No one can stop them. No one. Uh, if they start losing control of the House and or the Senate, they could ramrod through. It's an incredible piece of legislation between the election in November and they're basically having the new parties take over either one of those houses in January. That's six, you know, let's see, three, four months uh, of unrestrained activity. Can imagine what they could do on the way out the door. I really do enjoy his pragmatic approach. You can catch Richard and the Financial Safari Saturday mornings at 9 on News Radio 560 WHYN in Springfield, Massachusetts. You can stream it on the iHeartRadio app. You can learn more by visiting his website, helptoretire.com. Or you can call him on the Financial Pizza Hotline, 800-662-6808. You know, there's all kinds of different ideas on there about how to, um, you know, build an inflationary retirement strategy. And you can start by building in higher inflation rate for your annual spending budget. But you know, Brian, that's at, something that you've done at Secure Money Advisors since the beginning. You've always taken have, inflation into account. Well, we always do. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, and I think any good advisory firm is going to take inflation into account because if you're not, um, you're just not thinking about it the right, right way. But, you know, if you look at over the past 30 years when inflation generally hovered around two and a half percent, 
many advisors, you know, use 3%, um, you know, as an inflation rate adjustment. Now some advisors are using four or five to help clients plan their spending uh, for the next 12 months. I mean, when we're running scenarios, we're looking at anywhere from five to seven, because I, I don't know how transitory this inflation really going to be, but I always say, hey, let's make bad things happen on paper. So if they actually happen, we have a plan, right? Right. That's a nice, that's a nice thing about making bad things happen on paper. But that's the other important part about having a plan. See, unfortunately, what I typically see is that most people will come into our office, what I call their POS. Now, that stands for their pile of stuff. And um, usually they don't have a plan that is built around that pile of stuff. You know, most people will come in, they'll say, well, I've got an IRA over here. I've got some money at the bank. I've got some money with this advisor. I've got some money in a 401k and it's kind of splintered all over the place. Uh, but there's no real written plan um, on how to actually get that money to start working for the client. And that's what we teach people how to do. You know, most people have been taught the basic fundamentals on how to accumulate money over a period of time, but there's not a whole lot of help out there when it comes to teaching you how to get your money to start working for you, start paying you a paycheck every single month and providing you with what you need so that you can get your time back. And that's all people really want when they retire. Um, they no longer want to have to trade their time for money. So the money that they have accumulated over their lifetime uh, through their working years, that money needs to start working for them and providing them with a paycheck. Because when you retire, that paycheck is going to stop. But the bills, the taxes, and the money that you need to do the things that you want to do are not going to stop. You know, last week I had met with a, um, a, a woman that was recently widowed, um, had never taken care of her finances. Her husband always took care of the finances. And here she is, um, you know, three years into the retirement and she loses her husband. And she came in, she had uh, heard us on the radio, and then she came to one of our educational events. And we sat down and I walked her through, we built her plan right there in front of her. I wanted to see, I wanted her to see exactly how we did it. Um, cause I don't, I don't like the idea of an advisor taking a bunch of notes and then going back and sitting down, um, behind closed doors and then coming back with this magical plan. It's nice to roll up your sleeves and kind of build the plan right there together. So you can see the plan come together and you understand, um, the what and the how of how we came to the decision that we did to allocate the investments the way we did generate the income that we're talking about generating. And it's very helpful. And, you know, she is in a position now where she has to be the uh, one that runs the household. And so I walked her through a plan and she started crying and she said, I didn't realize that it could be this simple. And I said, it is simple. The problem is our industry makes it more difficult than it needs to be. And folks, I'm telling you, if you want to have a plan that's going to give you peace of mind and security, that's going to give you the ability to do the things that you want to do, that's not going to have you stressed out, worrying about whether the market's up or down, come into Secure Money Advisors and get a second opinion from us. And that's what a good fiduciary financial advisor should do. So you can hear Brian's show Saturday mornings at 8 on 94.5 3WI in Pittsburgh or on the iHeartRadio app. You can also download it as a podcast anywhere you get a podcast. Visit the website securemoneyadvisors.com. That's securemoneyadvisors.com. One more clip and this pizza will be complete for another week. And for that, we turn once again to Coach Pete DeRuta and his show, Financial Safari. Here, Coach, along with Thomas Lipscomb and Morgan Patrick, are discussing risk in your portfolio and how to make sure you have enough, but not too much. Risk analysis. How risky are your current investments? Do you really know? 
Hmm. Are you waiting for a market crash to find out? <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Better not. <laughs> Review the fees that are you're currently paying, financial termites. Make adjustments for better predictability and stability as you near and enter, what? Retirement. Retirement, Because yes. retirement, we don't want confusion. We want exactness. That's a new name, probably, new word. We want to know with certainty what's going on. We want to have predictable, guaranteed results for income. And we also want to have minimal risk of losing our money in the market. And that's the core and explore philosophy. Our core money needs to have lifetime income. Our explorer can stay in the market, but let's do managed risk. Let's make sure not to take undue risk. Let's not gamble on penny stocks if we don't really know what's going on just because we read something on Reddit or a message board. (laughs) (laughs) And a final part of the Your Xbot Money Map is income planning. Mm. What's more important in retirement, Morgan, than income? Anything? No. Besides golf? (laughs) <laughs> but you can't play golf if you have no income. That's I guess you right. could go steal some range balls and sneak on a hole yeah, every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> run back in the woods. But, but coach, <laughs> that would be but, funny. Come out of the woods, play a hole, run back in the woods. <laughs> it's more range balls. Come out, play another hole. Now let, let's talk about income though, because I know there are a lot of our listeners out there saying, "Well, well, coach, I've got all this money thrown into the stock market. I'm taking a little bit out every month to to help supplement Social Security or whatever I might have. Is is that not the income that you're talking about? No, because you, there's no certainty in the market. It mm. could go way down, and you could start taking out more than you more than you should or the money could run out before you get to the finish line yep. mm. that's the limousine to heaven we call it we don't want to to run out of money before we take that limousine to heaven so income planning social security get the maximum from what you've earned you put a lot of money in make sure you do the right claiming strategy thomas we've seen a lot of people over the years who made the decision without consulting with someone and made the wrong decision that could cost them or is going to cost them hundreds of thousands of dollars of wasted benefits they could have got if they would have filed the right way. Still, I know the government's taken away a lot of the great little options there were, but there's still some good ones out there, and it's a lot better than going in there and letting the Social Security office decide for you. There you go. Exactly. Uh, Pension planning. What are your options for guaranteed income? Well, Coach, we don't have a pension. I know. But here, let's look at one final option. IRAs, 401Ks. How and when you should you distribute funds? Now, let's tie pension and 401k together. But, Coach, 401k is not a pension. It has no guaranteed lifetime income. Coach says, yeah, you're right. But what you should do, especially if you're over 59 and a half and you have a 401k, you can roll some of that money tax-free into your very own personal pension. Mm. So now you have a pension plan based on your 401k balances. The 401k doesn't offer it, but we do. So why wouldn't you want to see at least what kind of income you could get from the balance you already have in your 401k, your thrift savings plan, or your 401 or 403b? It is possible, folks, if you're retired already or if you've left 401ks behind, they can also be rolled into your own what we call super IRA that also has income for life. Growth, protection, lifetime income. Is there any Thing more important than those three aspects. No, no. It's fun to grow, but if you lose it, how good was it the growth? Not that good. It's fun to have protection, but if you have no growth to protect, what good is it? It's fun to have income, but if you have no money put aside for income, you're not going to have any income. So let's <laughs> growth, protection, lifetime income. They all work together. It's the three musketeers in the financial world. Why not let Coach Pete and the team at Capital Financial in Raleigh, North Carolina, create your unique retirement and income plan? Financial Safari's been on the air for over 15 years, starting in Raleigh, and is now heard on stations around the country. To learn more about Coach Pete, visit PeteOnDemand.com, PeteOnDemand.com, or visit CapitalFinancialUSA.com to learn more about how they could be able to help you. So that's it, episode 153 of Financial Pizza, cooked to perfection, boxed up, and ready for that digital delivery. Financial Pizza features clips and more from some of the best financial advisors heard on radio and in podcasts all around the country every week. 
We bring it to you hot, fresh, and in 30 minutes or less. If you'd like financial pizza delivered to you each and every week, just subscribe to it. It'll be in your podcast collection automatic. Find it on Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, or anywhere you download a podcast. And as long as you're subscribing, be sure and rate and share the podcast. We've got pizza for everybody. Remember, you can reach any of the advisors featured here by calling them at 800-662-6808. You can also text PIZZA to 600-700. I've got links to all the advisors listed in the show notes with this podcast. You can reach me by email steve at financialpizza.com. I want to thank Chrissy Paradis for contributing content for this week's show. Financial Pizza is produced and written by me, Steve Siddall. It originates from the studios of broadcasting experts in Apex, North Carolina. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. Really do appreciate it. Going to be back next week with another episode of Financial Pizza. I'm Steve Siddall. Pizza. Coach P Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. Money management is provided by Equus Capital Management. Equus is an SEC-registered investment advisor located in San Rafael, California. Investment advice by Capital Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a North Carolina-registered investment advisor. Insurance advice given by Capital Financial and Insurance, a North Carolina-licensed insurance agency.